Hey guys, what's up? I'm Lauren Wixom and I am your crypto queen. I am of course at Real Monty Allen and I am your crypto nerd. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to another awesome interview. Today we have a special guest from Crimson Digital Capital, Ethan Welch. Welcome, Ethan. Hello. Nice um, to meet you, Ethan. Yeah. yeah, nice to meet you too as well. Um, so tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Give us a little bit of history on how Crimson Digital Capital came to be. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I'm glad to be here this morning. Uh, good talking with you guys. Um, so Crimson Digital was developed this year, um, and it came out of interest that I you know, begin to have in, in cryptocurrency and blockchain uh, is a business um, as opposed to just something I personally was invested in. So just a quick, you know, kind of brief rundown of my history. Um, I uh, worked in the mortgage industry, worked in the mortgage industry. So on the finance side of things um, as a mortgage banker, and then that kind of flipped into a multifamily real estate business uh, where partners and I will syndicate uh, large multifamily deals with RV parks and mobile home parks uh, will we'll raise hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars from accredited investors. And then uh, within three years, we return their whole uh, original investment while paying them dividends along the way and then allowing them perpetuity and equity after we pay them back their original investment. Um, so working in those businesses, uh, gave me some access to capital networks um, and, and investors in general. And while I was personally having a lot of interest and in, in, in really some success in my investments uh, in crypto, um, I kind of started getting a lot of inquiries into about, you know, how are you making these returns? How can somebody who doesn't maybe have a feel for the technological side of dealing with crypto, um, you know, be exposed to these returns. And so the answer to me was to create a, a DeFi as a service business. So Crimson Digital Capital was originally founded um, as a way that uh, the lay investor, somebody that doesn't have familiarity with blockchain or very limited familiarity, um, can, can be exposed to these great returns we're seeing in the DeFi spaces. Um, I obviously, settled on Algorand. So this this fund is specifically for Algorand. I do not have any other holdings for the fund outside of the ecosystem. It's primarily made up of the native token, you know, Algos. Um, but we also have, uh, you know, good positions in all the ecosystem tokens that have come out so far. Uh, Yieldly, Smile, um, you know, all the things like this. We also we also look to try to get blue chip NFTs, uh, hold those, and then you know try to you know capitalize on selling those later on down the road as well. Interesting. I was just going to ask you about that because news just came out about uh, the Algoana. Uh, I saw this. Twenty four of those just got snatched up by by a VC. It seems like so. Yeah. So I saw that too, Monty. It looked like there was a little syndicate there uh, of some noticeable groups that we've we've all heard of, like Bahala, um, and then the new Algo Pulse uh, group, and a couple others looked like they went in and bought yeah, like 24, 25 pack of Algoanas, which we realized with the floor prices is not cheap. Mm -hmm. um, but those are the types of things I think you're going to see 
uh, investment groups do. Um, once you you kind of see the pattern ethos formed, right, where you see these million dollar blue chips, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think Algo should support that better. When you look at the the mentors, right, the actual artists, and, and they're paying twenty thousand dollars to mint a collection on Ethereum, or Crazy. you could pay the equivalent of one Algo to do the exact same minting on Algorand, and then therefore your profit margins are exponentially larger. It's just a matter of time. So these are the types of things that Crimson Digital believes Algorand is going to offer from an infrastructure infrastructure layer one um, perspective that will ultimately um, position it to be one of the, the few winners in the future of layer one blockchain. So that's why right. we... So you're all bought into the, the Algorand ecosystem. You're holding yes. algos, you're holding some NFTs. Um, let's fast forward just a little bit because you hooked up with the guys from Headline. Can you talk yes. to us about how you met Aaron and team and, sure. and what happened there? Yeah, so that was, that was uh, that's a good segue. So I started with a DeFi as a service fund is the only aim. And then as I continued to grow in my affection for Algorand as um, just what I think is going to be the pillar of the future economy of the world, you can't explain, I can't express how enthusiastic I am about Algorand as, as a technology. So once I decided that I was all in on that with the DeFi as a service fund, I began to look at projects so that I could take uh, even larger parts in, in the ecosystem. Now, I would say I approach this uh, maybe different than traditional VC would. I don't even like to consider myself VC in a lot of ways. Um, I wanted to get in and I wanted to be in the day-to-day -day operations of a single entity. I didn't necessarily want to have a portfolio, a large portfolio of multiple entities with quick exits. I wanted to find a, a partnership um, on a human level that I also agreed with the concept of the business and that we, you know, that I had passion for. So that's kind of Crimson Digital's investment thesis in a nutshell, right? Concept. So there has to be um, something that the blockchain is going to deliver a better mousetrap on. And I have to see that and believe it, it has to you know, be fleshed out, which Headline does in a number of ways, which I could get into. And then it has to have the people, the person aspect. So Aaron Martinez is the founder of Headline. I met him through uh, my interest in participating in an airdrop. And so Headline was doing an airdrop that had full K KYC AML. And as you can imagine in blockchain, that created a little pushback against the people who were signing up for Why do you need to know yeah. so much about me? I'm getting all these other airdrops, just wallet address only. And so that is a difficult question, I think, to be to pose a founder. And I think you could learn a lot from the founder's answer of those types of, you know, critical engagements from your from your base of users and the way he answers that way he answered that question in particular the way he attacks it quickly with no pause with full transparency and great reasoning was the beginning of my uh great respect that i've developed for aaron martinez so that was the first kind of inclination that i thought that i might be dealing with a very unique and special entrepreneur mm -hmm. we went ahead i went ahead and participated in the airdrop started doing a lot more research and due diligence and picked up a couple of conversations with Aaron um, over Zoom. I have a colleague that is a, an, in traditional media, a fairly well-established person. He buys and 
and sells and and consults with large you know websites and helps um, build brands and i wanted to bring him in originally as a partner with me on this deal so we this started as a deal with uh, me and a partner in traditional media trying to approach aaron about an equity deal mm-hmm. um my partner got kind of swept away by a, a big deal in traditional media where he's He's working with Fox on something, and he couldn't he couldn't participate in, in in the headline deal. But I decided that I, I I had to be a part of it. So Aaron and I went back and forth. We ended up hashing out a you know a deal where I would you know exchange um, capital infusion and then you know consultation um, and just you know general expertise and mentorship and sit on the board in exchange for equity. So we ended up working out a partnership like that, uh, which obviously we've announced a couple weeks ago. And um, that was the real driver behind it. So I understood the concept of headline. I saw Aaron at work um, doing the things he does with community engagement. And he's just a special, special person. So the more um, the world, the Algorand ecosystem gets exposure to Aaron, I think the more people will start to kind of see why I express myself or, you know, about him in the way that I do. Okay. So, uh, initial interaction was very, very, um, very, very normal, right? Right. You were just a consumer. You were, you were looking for an, an airdrop, like many of the people who are watching sure. this and participate in the airdrops. So it just goes to show what can progress if you just start that conversation and have a couple of virtual meetings. And then next thing you know, you're, you're, um, an investor sitting on the board. I mean, you've got to have those resources, but sure. really you just never know what happens in the crypto space. Exactly. Um, Talk to me about headline though. So you, I mean, headline is a very sprawling type of operation. They've got a lot of different silos. They're trying to do a lot of different things. I'm a member of their their forum, right? So I'm, I'm beta testing that right now. Great interaction. They're very responsive, and the forum I get, but they've got a lot of other things going on too. Can you talk sure. to us about you know the whole enchilada, so to speak? What what else drew you in from headline? Yeah, so I'll take a little bit briefly here to touch on a lot of the projects. The first thing that you mentioned that you're beta testing, we're happy to have you there, is Forum, which is the unbiased social media network. Um, Obviously, it's in beta, so we're looking for people to use it, just kind of expose uh, anything that may need tweaking or anything that we can add or subtract to make the user experience that much better. Um, It's obviously a proof-of-stake forum, so you're going to need eventually to hold the HDL token. Uh, It's going to scan your wallet to make sure that you have the required amount to enter, so it's got... Uh, you know, that initial way of hopefully weeding out some of the bad actors. So this is where you're asking me a question now that gets into the real, real heartfelt passion part of why I love this project. So I'm a big believer in the essence of projects. Um, we start with social media. The essence of social media is beautiful, right? The connection between family, friends, acquaintances, business partners, growing a social network, having love, um, friendship, conversation, all these beautiful, positive human experiences that don't require you to actually be in front of that person like face-to-face in a physical way, which is a beautiful thing. Now, what's happened over the years is the centralization has warped that completely so that you have unscrupulous users come in 
and try to manipulate the platform for, you know, capitalistic good or some sort of, you know, socioeconomic or geopolitical good, you know, all these different things. That's mm -hmm. garbage. I, I'm not for that, right? So what eventually happens is that you're really sophisticated, um, you know, and important social users, the people that could kind of push the boundaries forward in positive ways, shut down. So they, they may still interact with news or they still may interact with social media, but the way that they do it is kind of from an apathetic standpoint. I may just sit back and watch and therefore, you know, that voice and, and uh, the power of that, that person, either from a social or intellectual or knowledge standpoint, gets kind of, you know, squashed. And then what gets raised up are all these bots or these hateful voices and things like that. So the premise, the notion that I think Aaron started with when, he, when this all came about was to reconnect the essence of what social media can be and from a beautiful perspective with a new technology that can now decentralize it, take mm -hmm. away the, the crappy algorithms that force feed you stuff that you don't need or, or that put yeah. you in an echo chamber where you can't get out of, you know, okay. your way of thinking and open back up the beautiful essence of what it was when it started. So these are, these are goals that from where I sit, yeah, fr from a philosophical standpoint, from a civilized, sophisticated human standpoint, I want for the world. So I'm willing to put my money there and I'm willing to put my resources there and I'm really willing to talk about it enthusiastically with the world because I think they need to understand how important it is to have an alternative to the centralized stuff that's out there now. So that's Forum. Forum's going to be great. We obviously, every time we open up the beta, it's like we can't capture all the voices that want to get in. Then a new group of hundreds or thousands are beating on the door. Hey, you shut it down. Can we get back in? So we're about to open it up for a third round. Let people in, let people kind of come in, try to break it. And then eventually here soon, we're going to be able to kind of have a full launch where we expose it to the world and let people come on, you know, ad hoc as they, as they will. Um, so that's, that's, that's forum. Um, I think it's a great idea, honestly. I love, I, was, I think I was telling yeah. you maybe like a week ago, I was like, you know, I really miss MySpace. It was just so simple. <laughs> you didn't have all these stupid algorithms or anything. Like, you just, it was just there for you to make friends and to connect. And, right. Plus, I mean, I miss being able to customize your pages and stuff. There you go. And all these things are the feedback that we're getting and from this. So there should be this total addressable market that we think is out there, which include people like him and I, and maybe you guys, right. And maybe yeah. a large million multi-million portion of the United States and the world that literally still interacts, right. I I'm on Twitter every day. I do things. Um, but that doesn't mean that I should stop thinking about a better way to, to, to potentially do this. Right. This is a chance, right with decentralization, blockchain, and, and spe specifically with Algorand because of the um, the transactions per second open up the whole world to be redone under new technology that includes decentralization. Um, and so, yes, I agree. I think that, that that's a huge part and why philosophically I'm so behind this project is I want that for myself. I want that for my young children who are going to start getting into this really strange world of social yeah. media in the next five or ten years i want it to be as healthy as possible mm -hmm. i don't want to be you know i don't when i heard the whistleblower at facebook and i thought i have two children that in the next five or ten years will be entering into their their formative adolescent teenage years 
And to know that there's an, a centralized authority that would have a lot of control over their ability to mature through life potentially and mm -hmm. put them in risky positions, I'd yeah. rather present an alternative that other people in the world would be proud to have part sure. of and still work and function in the same fun ways. It's possible. Yeah. You just have to build it. And that's what we're doing. I, I enjoy the, the form aspect of it and um, the, the social media um, foray. But there's also a couple of different aspects of headlines. So let's talk about the news. Let's talk about sure. the payment gateway. They've got all these other cool projects going on. Sure. So the second thing, the news, uh, headline news is another uh, huge piece, right? And, and kind of where it all started. Um, Aaron has some journalistic background. I don't even know if I've spoken about this with him that much. But when I entered into to college, I also had... Um, a really, really big passion for creative writing uh, and things. So I was a creative writing minor. So both of us have this this interest in language and expression and news and politics. And so headline news is going to be really, really interesting because again, it's going to be news that's unbiased, that's on blockchain. And we're going to have um, some interesting parts of headline that help it remain unbiased. So Again, quickly, the problem with current news sources is when I watch Fox News, I know in my head that I'm getting biased news that's going to be slanted towards a conservative or right-wing angle. Mm -hmm. Just like when I watch you know, CNBC or something, I know I'm probably going to get news slanted a little bit towards the left angle. But the problem with all that is, is they're not telling me that. They make me have to figure that out. And as a viewer, I'm capable and willing to do that every time take my own bias barometer, place it on the news and the things I'm receiving, and then make sure that I'm understanding whether this is factual or if it's biased or, you know, those types of things. What Headline is aiming to do is to remove the guesswork from the, the viewer, right? The reader, the consumer of the news. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the Libra network, which, um, the Libra network is kind of separate, but it also is tied into all these projects. The Libra network is a artificial intelligence bias barometer. So it's going to be able to read the inherent bias in any, any journalistic piece that's put on headline news and give it a rating so that when the viewer has an ability to kind of go in and look at that piece of um, writing, they're going to know that, you know, an unbiased artificial intelligence has given it this rating. Um, and there's also going to be some mechanisms where HDL, HDL holders um, will be able to also voice their opinion a little bit about the bias and what types of articles that they like or want to see um, in a way to have news that is kind of formulated um, and and also semi-regulated by the AI um, to create an as unbiased and transparent offering of news as you could possibly get. Again, getting back to the essence of it. Right. There's no there's no number one high end dark money puppet that's trying to, you know, restrict or change the things that are coming out of the person's mouth that speaks the news on Fox or see, you know, everything's going to have a lot more transparency. And I think people want that. I personally yeah. have shut down to all news sources. I don't even you know what I mean? I just know it's going to yeah. be spun through some ideological lens from whatever, you know, um, network they belong to. And I don't. I don't care to have to sift through that. So I want to we want to create something that allows you to know that we've already done the sifting for you. Here's mm -hmm. the facts. Take the news. So is so, this going to be a, a situation where 
Um, headline is curating from different sources and then Libra goes in and rates it left, right, center or some kind of a numerical scale or will headline be producing content or some kind of mixture of both? I think it's going to be somewhat of both until we get fully fleshed out. So um, part of what we're doing really quickly here is we're going to enter some sort of larger fundraising round quickly. Um, I don't want to go into too many details. I haven't talked to Aaron about how much we want to talk about, but we had originally considered a Series A round, mm -hmm. um, and, and there may be some considerations for something else now. Um, but we expect to enter into that in the next two weeks and have money raised in the next 90 or 120 days, you know, a substantial amount. And what that would do is flesh out the newsroom. We do eventually want to be kind of creating our own content exclusively. Um, we do have, we had one full-time journalist and we just hired a second journalist um, to, to the newsroom, but obviously that's not enough to flesh out a full media product, right? So we right. do need, we do need more and talented and really people that that can understand what we're doing and want to produce the type of work that, that the news, you know, that we want to have. So in the future, it is going to be a, a newsroom that is mostly, um, you know, an indigenous newsroom to uh, headline, but there may be some curated pieces or parts that are, you know, written, you know, freelance until we get that built out. Sure. Or API items picked well, up as long as you grade right. them and, and sort of uh, uh, exactly. go along. Okay, great. So there's the social media. Now we got the news. Nice. All right. Talk to us about the, the payment gateway. Right. So getting into the next part, and this part kind of came out after I even started my involvement with Aaron. So this mm -hmm. kind of Algo Pay, which is what we're kind of starting to yeah. get at, uh, which is a beautiful piece of code, which you could put on your, you know, a JavaScript website and allow you to accept Algorand as payment, um, was the very first um, innovation that was created. And what has kind of spun out of that is we've hired a couple of new developers since I've come on. And what the developers are have developed now is Algo Cloud. So Algo Cloud is a service that's going to basically connect all your dApps um, in the Algorand ecosystem um, into like a dashboard type feature. So you could have like tiny charts is gonna be something that should be a first feature that we're, as soon as we get that ready, we'll be able to launch Algo Cloud. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna be able to see everything in one space. Almost like a widget. So I'll go yeah. to Algo Cloud and I'll see all these, all these widgets that are all interacting with. Right, and it's gonna be like a SaaS kind of deal right so we have ideas where the base and algo pay is now integrated so algo pay which was originally kind of standalone is now going to be integrated into the cloud mm -hmm. so there's going to be a free service where you just have algo cloud algo pay where you can accept algorand and you can see some certain you know basic functions of a SaaS model for your algorand dashboard and ecosystem mm -hmm. and then there's going to be like a, a pro model maybe for a personal or small business um, where you could set up on there, you know, your ability to even run your business, have all the tools set up on there to do that on a small business type of way and accept Algorand as payment. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to have like an enterprise model. We see this being maybe the biggest piece where we white label Algo Cloud, like remove all of our Algo Cloud branding and, and stuff and then just put like, you know, <laughs> for instance, Amazon up there, right? And then they would be able to put out to either all their internal uh, employee clients, you know, this system, right? It could be set up anywhere where you could just have this on the blockchain dashboard where you could have all these different apps and info, uh, ability to, to accept payment. It's gonna have 
ultimately we we imagine it's going to have fiat on and off ramps mm -hmm. uh and stuff like that so those services so that the expanded services the ones that would have um and there's so many things that we're still trying to develop right like a, there, there's there's talks about an nft gallery you know mm -hmm. something where people could really I want this right where I could showcase it, where you could kind of come yeah. in and be like, Oh, look at, okay. Wow. This is this beautiful to view in a collection type sense without having to, you know, I, I uh, love that. Yeah. yeah. I know everybody wants that. And so that's what we're yeah. listening to, right? We're listening. What do people want? We want Algorand to be easily on a website as payment. Bang. Let's knock that out. I want to see all the dashboards. I want to have tiny charts, you know, let's get that knocked out, you know? So we're listening to, to things on that. So algo cloud is going to be huge and algo cloud has, has generated interest, um, from, from like institutional investing for, mm -hmm. for us. We've been getting a lot of calls now, um, from, from even bigger, you know, bigger yeah. places and well, that has the ability things. to be like a, a a white label storefront or or small exactly. business have to be a, a storefront like we could have a crypto nerd pr could just set up shop and people could stop by and be like hey i want to order a hype video from the crypto nerd or exactly. I want, you know, whatever it is right and we do accept algo or our our you know our, our wallets integrated right there uh, it'd be plug and play for a lot of folks exactly and 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 so even for for like crimson digital right so i started the 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 uh, fund is literally people in my capital network. I didn't broadcast it anywhere. So all the people in it are people I personally know or friends of theirs that say, Hey, you got to invest with this guy. He does killer investments, you know? So I could benefit from creating something on algo cloud where I was able to then have functionality where people could come in, learn a little bit about me, then make, you know, investment choices without me. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of different things that algo cloud is going to do for businesses um that's going to really open up a lot of minds for people and then again it positions headline is this introduction to algorand like if you want to get in you come through the cloud to get into other spaces potentially in algorand so that's good for headline as well uh kind of puts us in marxist um it's something you have to deal with if you want to kind of get into the algorand ecosystem in a lot of ways so we've got so, social media we got news we got e-commerce what, what else do we have? So one other thing we haven't mentioned is Pipeline UI. So Pipeline UI is the Algorand Foundation um, where they kind of recruited Aaron. They liked some of the stuff that he had done with, with the initial build out of the headline web, you know, the things that he was doing and said, hey, look, we got back end work being done to the guilds. We got beautiful things. We need front end help. We need some more developer tools. Can you, you know, build some stuff here? So they gave us a couple of, um, you know, milestones to hit. We hit the first one, which was a $50,000 milestone on Pipeline UI, which was some developer tools we were working with. Now we're, we're, we, we have officially our second milestone has been set up. And this time they're going to give us more. They're going to give us 100000 when we hit the second milestone. We're about 80% of the way through with it. Uh, so some things that are coming out of Pipeline UI, are, again, are going to just mo mostly be developer tools to help people be able to get on, build applications um, with a sophistication and a, and a quickness that, you know, will draw great developers here so they can make, you know, awesome products quickly. Mm -hmm. um, we've been working with Reach to, to build a boilerplate. Um, they're doing the back end, obviously, and we'll be doing the front end. Um, and these things, while I don't know, maybe not quite as exciting, maybe to the masses, are things that are going to be the underpinnings of beautiful future products that you're going to see and love. So it's a very important part of the ecosystem to be 
involved in because it's a necessity and we're happy to do that. Okay. Cool. So uh, I'll play devil's advocate just for a minute here, right? You sure. know, I mean? like, so do they have their, their too many, you know, different pots that they're trying to, you know, get going at the same time? Some people will say, hey, they should just focus on one thing and make that the best. I, I would say that's the number one, you know, common thing that we've gotten. Uh, I even got it from my, remember I mentioned I had a partner in the media world and we, he went into meetings with us and mm-hmm. here's, I, I thrive on complication. I, I don't like super simple, you know, um, Aaron's the same way. We're very similar in the sense that we could hold very, very complicated, uh, philosophical or conceptual kind of ideas in our head and then just work through them and push them all forward. Every day I get to work with Aaron is, is a pleasure. He, he's so on top of things. He's so prolific with his productivity. Um, he's one of those people that sleeps four hours a day because 20 hours a day, he's moving projects forward. And as long as I think that you can commit the resources and understand and hold in your head all the things that you're working on that need to be done in an efficient way, the complication is only a limit if you can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we want all these things to be pushed forward and fleshed out to and fully actualized because we think all of them are essential and useful and needed and desired by by people in the ecosystem and in the world. And we're happy to do it. And we, we are willing to work as hard as it takes to do it. Um, that being said, our, our path to um, revenue, profitability, and you know those types of things that are more investor driven type of conversations and thoughts the things that i i am also interested in don't get me wrong i'm an investor there's there's money that i would like to make from this investment that i that i put into headline um those things to me come the investment reward come with the hard work and the dedication of building out the dreams that you that you have like once Aaron and I were able to, like what he found in me that was different. He talked to other investors, right? Others that were more well-known than I am. What he liked about me was how I could see what he was trying to do without him telling me what he was trying to do. So we were aligned in that way before he had just decided to build it, right? He had those capabilities. So while I'm, while there is, you know, some concern that we are doing a lot, the focus for, for the short term is going to be on the SaaS model. That's going to drive us to profitability. And then the plan for the news and the forum is going to be a little bit longer term horizon where we need time for those things to flesh out. You're going to have to pour a lot of capital into them, you know, as far as building out a newsroom, some of the marketing and things that go behind that. Um, the, 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 you know, there's, there's a cost to running a social network, right? So forum's going to cost as it grows, but over a period of time, those things also shall become profitable. But the, the, um, you know, the thing that we're focused on while focusing on all of it at once, mostly right now is the SaaS model with algo cloud and building out that functionality, getting it out there and getting subscriptions in for the services. Okay, excellent. So, if you had to say the the primary focus and the primary uh, you know return on investment is going to be through SaaS, the uh, the Algo Cloud initially. Sure. Okay. I would say so. Yeah, I would say so because we have and, and you know again, I'm not going to like the prices are just 
we don't know what the subscriptions are going to be. But the free model is going to do enough for some people. The ten dollar, um, you know, or say a month model will be enough for people that want to simply run a business off Algo Cloud or have this functionality that involves some of the more, um, you know, the upgraded elements maybe that we'll throw in there. And then the enterprise white label model will have a, a higher cost, but it'll obviously be, you know, running, uh, you know, a bigger value proposition for larger institutions or you know bigger so businesses for individuals. Small businesses like uh, the Algo Gear guy. I don't know if you know the Algo Gear stuff. I'm not sure I do. So this guy is awesome. He woodworks Algo logos and the Yield logo into a, a <laughs> cell phone holder and charger. Um, Sick. I like it. I, I think he just operates off of like I, I don't I don't know like maybe just like you just got to DM him on Twitter or something. I don't know. It's like it's low key, but maybe he could go in, set up a storefront, and you could exactly. pay him, you know the fifty Algo or whatever it is to to get that. Um, is that who you're targeting initially? That small business owner, somebody who wants just wants to set up a shop. I, I think I think to be honest with you, we're probably looking at institutions. I think okay. I think that so so. Uh, no, we don't don't get me wrong. I, I want every we want everyone to use it for whatever they they find the value to use it for. But as far as like big bigger time, you know, return on investment and um, profitability, we're looking at attracting institutions to use this service to, so that they could have this functionality either for investors, for employees, for, you know, subsidiary business where they could come to this place and have like this, this great amount of information and interoperability. Um, there's just so many things. It's hard to kind of talk about once we get this built out and we see some of these real world examples about what institutions are going to do, then it'll become really powerful how institutionally it's probably going to be adopted quickly, I think. That's amazing. Okay, mm -hmm. got cool. it. So, um, the forum time frame. So, yes. we, we're forum forum is out now. How long do you think it's going to be in beta? Any idea? Uh, that's a tough question. I haven't spoken with Aaron about it. Last last we talked about it, it looked like we were going to open up another beta. I think we're still trying to get a sense of, um, you know, what are what's the main feedback? Is there anything majorly missing? Is there anything we need to add? And then also, you know, you know, the cost of running the servers for it. We're trying to build and kind of see these different limitations. Um, again, I don't have a hard date on it. Knowing Aaron and knowing myself, we don't like to rush, but we don't like to wait if we know that something's ready. You know, yeah. so we well, want to get these things Agape out. came out like it seemed like that happened lightning fast, at least from from, uh, you know, the outsider's perspective. And, and that's the thing with again with Aaron that's so so noteworthy is that, you know, when he when he has an idea and he it, it's a it, you know, he decides that needs to get done. The guy literally is relentless. He mm -hmm. just doesn't stop until the work is done. And, you know, more like more than anything, I think. I'm investing in Aaron. You know what I mean? Just because when you realize the type of person that, that it takes to sacrifice a successful business and the, you know, that he already had going on to learn how to code, you know, to, I mean, he, I mean, the guy will create his own legal documents sometimes, you know, in deals that we did. Cause he's, you know, run out of money because he's got all of his own you know and then then my lawyer will review him and think that this is a like a sophisticated lawyer you know he, the guy is just 
multi-talented and and driven and his vision is relentless and when he sees you know something that he wants to work on like algo pay for instance it's it's literally just a matter of time before he figures it out or the i don't know if you guys tracked his his 80 hours or whatever it was to crack the um algorand authentication for forum ruby on rails where there's a very difficult you know, encryption deal just to get it to accept your Algorand wallet authentication to log in. And he worked on it for 65 to 80 hours to just break that, you know, so, so that we could get forum beta launched. It's just that type of thing, um, that, and then his, uh, you know, he's doing an AMA right now, I believe on the telegram. So if, if any of the viewers that are interested in what we're talking about today, aren't aware that we run a telegram which is probably the the best place for we'll put the link in there too. Yeah, for the for the information, um, up to date information. Aaron is in there. I'm in there, um, and we'll you know Brian S is in there. Brian's um, the project manager for us. He's also brilliant and, and a huge help. Um, and he's doing an AMA. I mean, you just don't get a lot of interaction with the founders of companies like Aaron will give you. He will make himself available and he will put considerate, thoughtful answers to every question people have. Okay, cool. So. Um, couple of uh, soft questions here for you. Sure. Talk to us about the name. You're, you're from Alabama. I'm guessing the Crimson has something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, so I, I guess I maybe should have realized it'd be more obvious, but uh, you know, <laughs> for, for me, um, I went to the University of Alabama. I live in Alabama, born and raised in Alabama, although I'm a worldly man. I'm a dual citizen, United States and Australia. My mother was uh, is a, was born in Sydney, Australia. Um, she was a professional tennis player, played in Wimbledon in the 70s. She was a beautiful woman. She just had her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Aww, Mom. Happy you watch this, here. I love you. And... Um, <laughs> And, and my father was born on a Cherokee reservation in Oklahoma, and then I'm married to a, a Russian uh, woman. <laughs> okay. So, so, so I, while born in Alabama, I'm a worldly person, and uh, went to University of Alabama and appreciated. Uh, I was there during the years when we were terrible at football, hmm. and um, since then we've we've gotten a lot better, and in some ways, and some some people may say dominant at the sport. And I wanted to be dominant in business. So Crimson, you know, uh, the allusion to the tide and then obviously mm -hmm. digital capital for some blockchain and, you know, telling what we do. And then uh, I do have a logo that, that has an elephant, which gives it away more, um, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, soft question. Crimson digital capital is an allusion to the dominance of the Crimson Tide at Alabama. You're right. <laughs> Dig it. So talk to us about utility use case for uh the token besides yeah. the entryway into the forum which is you know what we're using it for right now yeah so there's cases? yeah so there are so, so the use cases for hdl right now are still going to be kind of fleshed out over time we do want it to have the the access to forum is going to be the biggest one just as a proof of stake token we also imagine once forums fully fleshed out you'll be able to to stake it on there on the on the forum or on algo cloud website um it's going to have functionality with headline news as far as um you know kind of voicing your opinion about the types of articles that you're seeing and reading and being able to kind of make maybe some voting or governance you know type of properties based on that um 
there's some nft stuff that we're working on that the the headline token could eventually have some functionality involved with you know either voting on or being part of projects or doing certain things with that um hd just as far as the functionality of the token there's still a lot that until we fully kind of have the, the the build out and see how things are ultimately going to be used on that side the side that's apart from the SaaS model right which is the forum and headline there's still going to be you know the the definition is going to be kind of yet to be written mm -hmm. um but it'll be used for that obviously it's only ever been airdropped and um so there's never been any private sale of the token uh, there's 16 million held in cold storage of the 25 million, I think, that were originally minted. Um, and and then my investment, and just to be kind of you know, in in headline, is 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 different. It's not H, you know, it's not HDL token. So what I've invested in is the actual headline company and equity in that company. Um, and the token, the HDL token, is separate from that. So we we imagine, right, that this raise that we're going to is going to be a raise for equity and headline inc itself and that the token is still going to be left out and completely separate from that so again i guess hdl we're still waiting on common sense regulation if things there's so many things that it can do yeah. but we need regulation to catch up that's why we're you know as a us-based company we're pursuing a model where there's there could be something called hdx which would be just simply be a security equity token and a headline inc and then hdl which would be a utility token that would have functionality across potentially algo cloud um obviously forum and headline news itself mm -hmm.